Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Gresh and Keith on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me. Swivel hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. At 11.24, regression keep. It is Wednesday, and that means it's time for the Midweek Clubhouse Report with WEEI.com's Rob Bradford. Bradford brought to us by McFarlane Energy. Greater Boston and Cape Cod's choice for dependable heating and cooling solutions at McFarlaneEnergy.com. Bradford, we're talking to you after a win. Mm, wow, wow, what is going on here? Wow, and also no no mention of my my Twitch my Twitch visuals. Here. You are you are on Twitch. You have the baseball isn't boring hanging on a television that looks like it was <laughs> bought in two thousand four and does not connect to uh, the internet or Wi Fi. Well, they won the World Series that year, Gresh. Right, well, good year. I, well, the, <laughs> he I, took I, it right well, out of Fenway Park. You know, in, in, fair, in, in fairness, I'm broadcasting from a castle because I I thought it was Castle Week here at W. Oh, that is true. Oh, yeah, good point. So, uh Oh, like, some uh, texter is going to be like, no. Bedard sounds jealous of Greg Hill. Uh, <laughs> God forbid we make a joke. Well, you do have castle type. For those who are watching on Twitch, you have the the big fireplace there as well, and it does. It's pretty good. Then your baseball yes, isn't I, boring shirts. I, I do live in a castle with baseballs and boring T-shirts. Have, yes, have you sold a hundred of those yet? I don't sell them. I give them away. Wow, sw- sw- must be nice. Are- our friends at Swing Juice—they're uh, the place that you can get them. But uh, we're spreading the spreading the good word. Well, the great game of baseball. Yeah, can we get some Swing Juice to the Red Sox, please? At least they oh, hit the ball segue. last night. Ooh, yeah, yes. yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm done. Listen. I'm going to the bathroom. It, 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 <laughs> the second part I really didn't need to hear, but it, it's it was it was as I wrote. This was how it was supposed to be, right? Alex Cora without a beard and the Red Sox hitting the baseball. It's all coming. It's all how it was supposed to be off of last year. And the biggest thing to me, you look at Trevor's story. We said it last week, guys. What did I say? Non-negotiable. It was non-negotiable that Trevor's story hit. And when I said that, he didn't hit. And what happened? <laughs> they they lost five what in happened? a row. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> they, they, they lost five in a row. And now he hits a little bit. He now the the lineup looks completely different. You have a first base position which you got on base four times, four times. Wow. So yes, yes, what a day we we are living today. Uh, another offer for Kike Hernandez though. Oh, see why are you gonna sorry, bring it back? Sorry, I mean, what's, yeah, yeah. What's positive nine runs. Uh, everything's secured. <laughs> they should be fine. But I mean, it's only they they kept pace <laughs> they right. Did, they did. Ten and a half. You yeah. didn't lose any ground. Well, Kike Hernandez goes a uh, smooth <laughs> O for five out of the leadoff spot. He scored a run only because he uh, tried to hit into a double play with the bases loaded, but was Uh-oh. able to uh, leg it out the first, which led to the Devers grand slam. But I mean, I know it's May, like, we keep saying this. It's early. It's May 11th, but again, they've now played 30 games. 
like what what is the best role for Kike Hernandez on this team? Because I know he's not this bad, but he's also nowhere near the player he was in the playoffs last year, just over the course of his career. Well, it's a problem also because you need a leadoff hitter. You do it's need a, somebody to hit yeah, first. I mean, technically, I mean, yeah. science would suggest that mm-hmm. you do. Um, but I think they're just going to ride this out. This is a guy who, if you look defensively, now here, you're such a negative person, Rich. I I'm am. spin around to the positive nature because it's a positive day today. Thank Red you. Sox yes, won. it is. Beautiful day. Uh, if you go look at, just looking at the analytics today, there is no better outfielder when it comes to playing the great game of outfield than Kike Hernandez this year. He's, I was told Jackie Bradley Jr. is the greatest see, defensive if, outfielder in the if you go, sport. <laughs> if was, you he's go, not even the best one on his own team. If you go look at, I get, you look at the analytics, Analytics, I love analytics. Analytics will yeah. never steer you wrong. No, saves baseball. And, and Kike Hernandez right at the top mm-hmm. of the list in terms of whatever they measure. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, top of that list, but maybe shouldn't be at the top of the lineup. No, maybe but, but, here's, yeah, less, but, but here's, here's – so as long as you're, he's doing that, they're going to keep him in the lineup. They're going to hope that he plays to the back of his baseball card at least, which last year he played beyond his baseball uh-huh. card. Great for Kike. And, and we forget, like, oh, my goodness, the guy with Babe Ruth in the postseason. But you're right. I mean, you are absolutely right. This is another part of the equation which you absolutely need. This is the difference from last year. Sure, you had guys not hitting here and there, but you had enough guys carrying up the slack. And that's what happened last night. Perfect example. This was last, last year all over again in May where Kike wasn't hitting, but everybody else did. You win the game. But at some point, as it happened last year, you need Kike to step up. Rob Bradford at WEEI.com here with Gresh and Keith, 1129. Uh, Garrett Whitlock looked human last oh, night. Uh, we're all devastated because he was really carrying the Red Sox pitching staff in some ways. But in all seriousness, Rob, do you think we're starting to get to a resolution as to what the Red Sox are finally going to decide on what to do with this guy? Oh. First of all, it was the first time he looked human, which is bizarre, right? I mean, like, the guy was coming out, and and he looked gasp like Pedro Martinez. He did. Like, when he pitched, he was dominating hitters with three pitches, like Pedro-esque. And then last night, wait a second, like, this guy is human. He can actually have a bad game. I do think that they want to put him in the starting rotation. I think that's what they want to do. But, but, but. We'll have to see like if if they need him more in the in the bullpen, which right now they don't because Michael Walk is out. They need guys in the starting rotation. I just guys, I they just need to find what he's gonna do. Like mm-hmm. you can't keep bouncing this guy around. You can't keep saying even if he goes to the bullpen, you can't keep saying, well, you know, we're gonna pitch you in the sixth inning, the seventh inning, the eighth inning. There's a lot of human nature in baseball, and I go back to the great year of our Lord 2003, mm, where yes. the the com- uh, closer by committee, the Theo Epstein uh, plan that he hatched. And it wasn't a bad plan, but you didn't have the guys to do it, number one. And there is a human element of this game. There just is. And I do think that even with Garrett Whitlock, the guy who'll get beer for you anytime you want, or the guy like who's going to or be a janitor or whatever he's going to do, you know, he, there, he still needs some sort of certainty, I think, and say, that's what you're going to do. Now go out and dominate. What's the best role for Tanner Houck after seeing him struggle a little bit here and there? Uh, obviously, he's pitched 
but like similar to Whitlock in a way where he's come, you know, come out of the pen and he's also started a bunch of games. I kind of feel it's the same sort of deal, man. Like I think that you need to find a definitive role for this guy. I think that it's probably in the bullpen, particularly when you're looking for answers in the bullpen, where would Hauk be right now? If you did the bullpen power rankings, if you just, I know he had a couple of bad outings, but if you put him in, in, in that group right now, he'd probably be what, you know, two or three yeah I mean, he's a, he's yeah. a guy that you say oh you know what i feel good about him either closing out the game or at least getting to the ninth inning mm-hmm. and so uh, that this team needs that and if you just said to tanner how go out and do that then then god bless uh bradfo the red sox are going to texas that is a big hitters ballpark is it just what the doctor ordered or are we going to be sitting here on Monday being like, oh, my God, they couldn't even hit in that place? Well, the good news is the hitting coach from last year is now with the Texas Rangers, so maybe they can whisper some things back and forth. Oh, we're going that, back to sign so stealing high. again here? No, no, no. no. I'm oh, talking right. about this advice, you know. Just oh, like, got it. Yeah, right. so uh, more importantly than the park, it's, it's you're playing a team that isn't very good. Yeah, they stink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and although you do have Perez Day, you Martin Perez sitting there ready to dominate as he always does in April and early May. So, uh, but I, 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 I mean, put that on Martin the Martin Perez. Too. I think, come on. <laughs> <laughs> called him Martin. Martin. Is, uh, Martin. Yeah, was, no no was, respect. No, it was, it was such a, it was such a good yeah. run. It was such a good run. We had so, so much optimism for Martin. He was, uh, he was uh, but he's doing the same thing that he did last year in yeah. his entire career. He's really good in April and early May. Anyway, yeah, so I, I think that you know, you look at the teams the Red Sox are played, and this is no excuse. Like You mm-hmm. have to beat teams. You have to be good enough to beat playoff teams. But it's these teams that they're playing, they're, they're significantly, no doubt about it, better than the Boston Red Sox right now. Now maybe you play some teams that aren't, don't fall under that category. Now, if this team – I hate to go negative here, but, again, they're uh, 11 and 19, for heaven's sake. And we, ten, ten and a half out, yes. <laughs> they're they're a few games back. Even with the extra wild card, I don't have a ton of optimism. At what point do they, they sit down and make a real decision on Xander Bogarts? And I think if you ask most fans, they, they want to re-sign him. And, again, because it's not their money. and Well, it kind of is, but whatever. They want to they pay this guy and keep him here. But I don't think the Red Sox do. At least they haven't signaled that based on bringing in Trevor Story and the the tiny little increase that they offered him uh, before the season started. If they're still way out of the playoffs, isn't it a terrible business decision to just keep him on the roster all season? I, I said this on Sunday, and I wrote it the next day, is that the, this is, to me, you have to give Xander Bogarts your best offer or close to it. You have to find out where you are at with Xander Bogarts. Enough of this. Uh, we're, we're, we're playing this game. We're going to add another year here. It's something, a deal that you know isn't going to get done. You have to find out where you stand because if you do, and he said, ah, no, I'd rather go out and see how many years I can get at $30 million a year for the next seven years, and they're not willing to pay them, then you're right. Yeah. You trade them. I mean, you do. And it's the same thing with Devers, by the way. Like, you have to figure out – how, what the chances are of these guys re-signing here because the value is for both players is sitting there on at the end of July. But if you're just sort of like giving this offer, oh, we hope he takes it even though we know it's really low, no. That you, you, can't, you have to show your cards right now with Bogart's endeavors. Any idea, Rob, if it's a philosophy uh, of the team now that, you know, we really don't want to get in the business of seven, eight, nine 
year deals, which isn't a terrible philosophy, nope. or is it just we don't want to go seven, eight, nine years with Bogart's endeavors, just like we didn't want to with Mookie Betts? They got in the, the they got in the world of a six year deal with a player, yeah. right? I mean, that, that's not far. I, I'm, my math, if I get out the abacus, that shows it's one year away from seven years. <laughs> so, but it's. It, it is, but you also signed him. Story and Bogarts are the same age now, so if you do the you right, know what I'm but, like, but I think it, it's what you're talking about. It, do they really want the guy? Right. Like, do do you really want the guy? Do you, like the the what the reported offer that they have would suggest they don't want the guy for seven years. People around here can make that argument that hey, you know what? That's a foundation guy. You can move him off position in a couple of years. And by the way, he's better than Trevor Story. But if they, to answer your question, I don't think that they want to give the seven to ten year contract because here's another thing with Devers. Devers is is for me. It's simple. Manny Machado mm-hmm. signed at twenty six, three ten years, three hundred million. Maybe Devers wants more, but don't you have to start there? The same sort of deal. So uh, you know, I no, I, no <laughs> ten no? years for for Devers. Yeah, that I think you have to. Yeah. You have to. You kind of have I mean, to to keep. You him. have to offer him. Yeah, I mean, he's he's gonna he's twenty five. He's gonna be twenty six. Yeah, if it. if you offer him four years at thirty million a year, I don't think oh. that's hideous. But Rob, oh, that but, is wait, hideous. Rob, Devers? Rob yeah, Devers? I, I said four I, years. I just did four years one twenty, and you just agreed with me a little no, that while was ago. Bogarts. Oh, Bogarts. Sorry, We're talking about I'm Devers. sorry. They're My very bad. different. Oh no, with Devers, you're right. You got to go. You have to go maybe 10. eight, ten. Well, God, I know, but to keep him, I think you have to go ten. You're right. That's, is that the best thing in the business? Sorry, wise? I got them no. conflated. No, 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 no. no. They're, they're very different. Bogarts, I think you can go higher money, maybe shorter years. Do they and even that's have to offer. worry about Devers, though, because they have well, the control? Uh, yes, because look, at, it lines up exactly with the Mookie Betts situation, where Mookie Betts, you get to 2019 the trade deadline, and they actually talked about dealing him, with, dealing him even though they were, I think, only a game and a half back of the Rays at, for a playoff spot. And the last day before the trade deadline. So they were talking about dealing it. They understand, like, that's where you get the value. If you're not going to make a significant run at the World Series and that's when you deal them, it's a whole, you get a whole lot more value than at that time than you do if you wait till fe- February when they ultimately did deal Mookie Betts. I mean, you would gotten a whole lot more than Verdugo and Junior Downs and Connor Wong for Mookie Betts at that deadline with a year and a half to go. It's the same thing with Devers, and that's why it comes back to it. Like, you have to find out exactly where you stand with the guy, much like they tried to find out with Mookie Betts. Do you think there's a part of Heim Bloom that just wants to tear it down? Like, uh, I, 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 I believe me, like, if there was the the heat that's coming now, knowing like the existence in Boston, it probably doesn't feel that way anymore. Like, I, sure, you can say that. You can say, well, you know, I just want to trade these guys. I want to start over and everything else. But the the uncomfortable nature that they're sitting there. All these guys that are trade pieces, potential trade pieces, are the guys who are actually playing well for you. Mm-hmm. You strip this team of the guys who, who people would line up and say, all right, we're going to trade you with the deadline because we're out of it. You know, whether it's Bogarts, J.D. Martinez, Avaldi, even go the relievers on one-year deals, like Strom and, and Waka and even Rich Hill. Like, all these guys, these are the guys who are actually doing well. So you do that, and sure, you want to start over, but you have just eliminated all the certainty that you have. And to me, at some point, you have to pay for some certainty. Do you think they're regretting the Jackie Bradley for Hunter Renfro deal? I know Renfro's not hitting the cover off it, but he does have six home runs. 
and Bradley, not even this great defensive superstar that he once was, and obviously he's never been able to hit. No, I don't think they. I don't think they are okay. because I think Bradley hit enough in the homestand, and they got this guy Alex Bernalis, friend of the Bradfoe show, right, um, sitting there, and, and and he's a potential power hitting major leaguer. So of all the deals they're talking about, yeah, you know it's painful that you don't have that back because Hunter Renfro carried them in late May in June. I mean, <laughs> he, he thirty one and ninety six right. last year. Right. Good. Yeah. Remember when we talked about like I was like, screaming and yelling, you got to hit this guy lead off because he's the only good bat in the, in the <laughs> yeah, order. Right, right. But, you know, in terms of regretting that deal because of what I just said, I don't think they are right now. I mean, I, I think yeah. there's, there's a lot more regret to grow go around than that sure. deal. Uh, one of the uh, Twitch chatters said, getting a peek into Bradfoe's living room is like seeing a teacher out in public when you were little. Blows my mind. <laughs> Again, I mean, I always have a T-shirt hanging from the T-shirt where's the, the TV. Where's the candy dish with, with, those, little, with those little raspberries? With the mints those little strawberries? <laughs> like, like little strawberries? <laughs> with little jelly candies in yeah. there? I do. I got to say, I do like Grandma's Queen Anne chair. That thing is uh, fantastic. I, I'm rotating it in. I'm rotating it in. Is that yeah, your so. old man watching baseball chair? Oh, no, no. This is the chair. This is a chair that is facing toward everybody that we never use, and I only could slide across to get the right angle. It's the radio oh, interview chair, actually. It's the radio interview chair. There. And it is, in, in, in the tradition of being in a castle, it is kind of like a throne a, a little bit, bit right? Yep, yeah, well, for sure. I'm surprised yeah, that thing doesn't have a McFarlane Energy wrap on well, it. Uh, can, it. It does on the back. It does on the back. It does on the big sign yes, on the back. Exactly. All right, there you go. Uh, and when is the next podcast that you're doing with those junior high kids? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's a team, and where it's a great, great team that we have. Right. Uh, and, and by the way, uh, very exciting. Ice cream. I, when, when I, <laughs> hey, listen, listen. What, what, it's well, what ice, we just talked about, we probably would too. Right. Yeah. Ice cream equals exposure, so it's the same thing. Uh, but I will say this: when I get off this, I am making a call to a. Uh, Fairly recent Red Sox player, which some people might want back, that may be coming on the podcast by tomorrow. Hunter Renfro. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. All right. Enjoy your conversation with Will Middlebrooks. I mean, uh, no, sorry. No, 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 no. Kyle no, Schwarber. No. Oh. Uh, you're, you're getting warm. Corner infielder. Hmm. Corner infielder. Adrian Beltre. Oh. Yeah, hit a lot of yeah. No, Doug Mankiewicz. Uh, can Beltre still hit? <laughs> oh, Beltre! I, I would love to get him on the podcast. That'd be nice. How did you get through all those hamstring injuries, Pondage? <laughs> <laughs> Rob Bradford at WEI.com. Right.